uh, at midnight. Countdown, whatever. No fireworks. We didn't see a single firework while we were up there. There were no fireworks in downtown Atlanta? No fireworks. Well, I mean, like, it makes sense that it's not in downtown Atlanta, but we didn't see any, like, even outside of the city limits. Like, it was just so sad. There were people blasting fireworks into my ears, like, directly into my ears, (laughs) like, starting at, like, 7 p.m. Yeah. And I was like, guys... When I was walking to the pub, it was like, I mean, even before that, it was like a little bit of light still. So I thought, you know, people aren't going to be doing it. Um, And then I'm walking through like the university bit of town and all I hear are these explosions. And I thought they were like gunshots or something. It was mad. It made me jump so much. Like Everyone was blasting them from their garden from, like you said, like 6 p.m. onwards. Mm. Um, I think that fireworks should be like contained to a specific set of hours. Uh, Like you basically have like from... Like eleven thirty p.m. to twelve thirty is when you can do fireworks, and if you do it outside of that, you will be shot on sight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <I> think, uh, <laughs> not quite something I could get behind on, but you know, interesting, interesting take. I think they should be a limited set of people. I do not trust the average person, especially the people I saw last night. You know, deep handling <laughs> fireworks. Oh, you think you need like can... some sort of license? Yeah, like you should have to walk straight. I think that's that should be a requirement. Well, I think that at least in Georgia, Southern Americans would um <laughs> be a little mad if you took away their right to use fireworks because they'll just go and find them anyway. That's the problem. Is like everyone's like, oh, just ban the guns. I'm like, you don't understand. There's there's a there's literally a billion guns already. Like, uh anyway, we can't do it. So. If we ban fireworks, people just find a way to mod f- guns into fireworks. <laughs> they start firing into the air openly at every celebration. For real. Okay, <laughs> no. oh, hold on, hold on. Let me do something. Everyone be quiet. <laughs> that was satisfying. ASMR. That was actually pretty good. Pretty good one. I'd give it an 8 out of 10. What the hell? <laughs> better. You've heard better? Yes, I certainly have <laughs> heard better. Okay. I also kind of talked over it, so that's my fault. All right, very cool. So uh, welcome, everybody, to uh, Game Busters. We are, I think, probably have surmised. Um, I am. I think I wrote, like, a whole thing. You can check our, our Twitter about it. But uh, just some, some housekeeping. I am sort of sunsetting the, the podcast as it is something that I have grown to not love doing anymore and has become a little bit of a, a hassle. And I think Alyssa and I both agreed that we really haven't enjoyed it as much for the last like few months and it's kind of become a chore is all it is and so rather than continuing to drag that out we're gonna go ahead and and end the the main show but we have plenty of other stuff coming for you um in here like so if you listen to our house of the dragon show um me and jess and felicia are, are reigniting for a uh spectacular take on hbo's the last of us uh or the last of bust um and uh so yeah every every wednesday after the episode airs we'll be on here uh we'll be in your feed and we're going to be doing a dissection of the show speculating what's going to happen talking about the differences with the game and stuff like that so yeah please please join us for that it'll be fun um and we'll probably continue doing things like that um here and there um you know just there won't be any regularity to it so if you want to keep subscribed you know just keep the feed in your in your uh in your podcast app that'd be cool if not no problem but it won't be a regular content coming forward so um with that out of the way we are doing a good games inc uh to kind of uh round out 
the podcast and bring in the new year. Um, we've collected submissions from you, which uh, we have. Uh, we did end up getting a good number in, so we're. I think we're good. I see like at least like twenty bangers on here. So. four people carried the sheet yeah i will also say that there's like yeah there's like four people that like saved our asses so i i tried i, I sent this to literally 20 of my friends i know I don't think any Every, of everyone responded. well everyone responded to me and they're like i'll put something in and then they didn't so yeah. if you're one of those people fuck you and have a wonderful new year um, so um anyway uh Let's uh let's get going, I guess. So I am joined, of course, as always, by my my Amazonian go-host, Alyssa. Go host. I will I be your go host. Go host. <laughs> to go on out. Sort of okay, sort of like a sort of like a go-go girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that would have that would have been so perfect if if we even recorded these with camera anymore. Or ever. yeah. Um, um go-go outfit would have been very cute. Yeah, we can't record it with camera anymore because then I have to put on pants. Um, yeah, nah. Uh, okay, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host Re, back from the pre- back from the past. <laughs> Hello, the I'm here. I'm here. I exist uh, again. Yes, uh, Re, as far as I know, only exists when I am perceiving her. Um, <laughs> so, I fade yeah. in out of existence when there's like a Sonic game coming out. So. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, what, what we're doing, we have your submissions here. We're going to uh, I want to just go ahead and set the stage here. Like being that this is going to be our last game. I need this to be like this needs to be like our Elden Ring. This has to win Game of the Year 2023. <laughs> game of the Year material. This has to both oh, win Game of the Year and also be the best selling game that we've ever made. OK, I All think time. we can manage that. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be. I think it'll be easy, and I always wonder why other companies don't do that. <laughs> why do um, they simply just stop making bad games and start making good games? Yeah. Um. I mean, if we if we were to make a bad game, then people would be confused because our name is Good Games Inc. So they would be like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. We could we'll rebrand to Mid Games Inc. <laughs> Mid Games. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Mid Games. Sad. So yeah, we have a lot of good suggestions here. Um, I'm, I guess we'll go ahead and, and kick it off with, um, I think the first one chronologically I received, which was um, from Aerith, which is uh, the opposite of a light gun game, a dark gun game. <laughs> what does that entail? What, what is a so, dark gun as opposed to a, a light gun? Right. So like, you know, like a light gun, like arcade game is where you have those like guns attached to the cabinet and you're like, you know, shooting stuff like zombies or whatever uh, on in the arcade cabinet. So Ooh, what is a dark gun? This could be like a gun? real gun. It could be a real gun. <laughs> so just... you get one use out of it. You get exactly one use out of it because you're going to shoot the TV or whatever that you're, you're you're pointing at. And you just have to be really accurate because you're not going to get another chance. It's so. a game that everyone can play, but nobody can play twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tagline. Sorted. You know, that would entice yeah. me. So a dark oh, gun. Okay, so this game mandates that it comes shipped with a semi-automatic rifle. <laughs> What is I the mean, laws on that vis-a-vis America? <laughs> I, I just, just kind of on. assume anything goes. I assume America's just one big PvP area at this point. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm in what I believe is a safe zone, but right now, but there are no markers here to tell me that. So, you're in Savannah. Are well, I meant in my no, I meant in I meant in my home. Oh, I see. I was like, you live in the south, my guy. No, <laughs> there is no safe in, zone in here. <laughs> yeah, it's literally impossible to tell here if it's gunshots or fireworks. Yes. Um, 
Okay, uh, let's see. What else we got here? Um, also from Aerith, I like this a lot. Dynasty Warriors. So this is Dynasty <laughs> Warriors, but I think you're either playing as a dinosaur or you're fighting hordes of dinosaurs. I think you're a dinosaur, right? Because like, I think di- you are Dynasty a dinosaur. Warriors, like, that's a game about, I think, like, Chinese figures, right? Or yeah, it's like Chinese mythology sort okay. of thing. And you're, so you're fighting, like, thousands of... Yeah, so really just <laughs> copy-paste, like... I'm imagining Rex from Toy Story. Oh. <laughs> Just put him, in, uh, put him in there. Um, Blue from Jurassic World. I think Capcom is already making this game, though. It's called Exoprimal. It's coming out this year. <laughs> um, yeah, but we're going to outsell it, you know? It'll be like Horizon Forbidden whatever, you know, that keeps coming out, and then something overshadows it, and that will be us this time. More like Horizon Forbidden Sales. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. um, how will they um, recover? <laughs> I don't think that they sold a lot of those, I'll be honest, because they, like, never reported or talked about anything regarding the sales of that game. No, they they seem kind of embarrassed about it all, you know? Yeah. I bought it. I how, bought how it. was it? It was pretty good. Um, I, I think I realized... Box. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> it's weird because, like, I loved the first game so much, and then, like, this game was, like, they like kind of it was like yeah this is better in every way but i like it a lot less now because i've played, <laughs> other, I've played other better games in that time span between these um okay uh what else we got here is anyone oh sorry i like i like uh, another one from Arif. death stranding and knives out mystery okay. <laughs> like so we, in- we keep talking about how like you know <laughs> who should the cast of knives out free be and obviously, we just get all of Kojima's pals, you yeah. know, and it's Ooh, possibly right. solving his murder. I say this baby has been <laughs> stuffed into this small vial. <laughs> How does it breathe? <laughs> but God. like, yeah, I th- okay, so this is basically like Benoit Blanc has come to the world of Death Stranding for whatever. And like the the cast members are just like Norman Reedus and Mads Mikkelsen and like uh, Margaret Qualley, right? Like. That's the idea. So the whole gang, Troy the Bank whole gang's there. there. Well, why not? Yeah, um, and and Jeff Keeley is also Jeff Keeley is the one who is murdered, and we have to discover <laughs> who's done it. Um, which, by the way, leads me to another suggestion we got from Calcputer, which was Jeff Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Stranding. That was him on the uh, on the Game Awards stage when um, that God of War fellow was doing his speech. I reckon. You know, he was just stranded there. <laughs> oh man. Um, by the way, I did see that. Uh, uh, what's his name? C- uh, Christopher Judge did manage to give away seven extra extra Steam decks. What a king. We love that for him. <laughs> what a king. He actually said he wasn't even halfway through his speech, though. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, that's the thing. He didn't get to, like, his final big thank you is going to be to his wife. He didn't even get to that part. And then someone who was there got a picture of the sign, and it, it was just, like, in huge letters, please wrap this up. You know? I, <laughs> I love that the, um, I love that, like, the music they were trying to play him off with made his speech, like, sound so much more emotional <laughs> and powerful. Oh, it was so, but they just made him cooler. But obviously, they have to wrap up the game awards section so they can get back to the adverts at the game awards so you know which is where which is what we're here for um (laughs) okay what else we got here i'm scrolling down a little bit um i like uh i like this one from dc i'm tired of dungeon crawlers time for a dungeon sprinter (laughs) (laughs) please i'm sick of them as well i just want to get to the end of the dungeon bit this is gonna be like a 30 second dungeon crawler or sorry sprinter like if it's gonna be a sprinter you have to get through it like 
that. It's got to be very quick. And is I mean, like, isn't that like a, there? There are some high high intensity action like dungeon crawlers, but like I, I like the idea of this one where you just load in and then in 15 seconds the game's over and you can, <laughs> and you're done. You can like check it off as done. But um, I mean, like the good thing about that is you can make as many sequels as you want to. Just continue making sequels because then at one point you're just gonna have a full game. Is the dungeon sprint okay? Why is it called a dungeon crawler? Because you're not crawling in the dungeon. Well, I guess because you're in there for a while, so you're kind of like it's like a crawling speed, I guess. It's not a fast mm. speed. It's not a sprint speed. Why Are there is any it... dungeon crawlers where you actually like crawl through the dungeon? Like a character that crawls. Oh, it's that. interesting. It's uh, it's it comes from the term pub crawl. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's <laughs> a continue a continual stroll through a dungeon from room to room. Well, I mean, I I have not been known to do that in the pub unless I'm trying to find the loo or something. You know, then it, I guess it turns into like a pub crawl. <laughs> <The> pub crawl. <laughs> crawling to the bathroom <laughs> um let's see here um here here's one that i think you're gonna like a lot re uh which is sonic unleashed uh sonic stops paying his rent from andrew <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah he starts a um like tenants union and that's why he stopped paying it's actually coordinated i could because sonic used to be a rebel so i think we should bring that energy back but for the 2020s and it's all about, you know, in Sonic Unleashed, it's about Eggman's a, a landlord. And oh my God! Yeah, this is I think this works. Yeah, I think this works. He lives in uh, he lives in Egg Gardens apartments. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, I kind of like that. Uh, let me see what else we got here. Uh, oh, I've got one here. Um, from mm-hmm. Momo. Uh, Panic at the Discord. Um, I love that. That's just me all the time. Yeah, I was about to say, like, I've I've played this game many times <laughs> in the Discord. I'm in, like, 30 channels, and I, I don't talk to any of you guys. I'm so sorry. I do. <laughs> I'm like, like, hey! Looking at any of the, like, 50 Discords that I'm in, or, like, you know, removing my notifications, not going to happen anytime I have, soon. <laughs> I have actually a group at the top of the eight Discords I would ever open in my life, and then I have a folder, another folder, which is the 30 that I will never open. <laughs> and then I have five folders of discords I do not touch, and then all the ones I actually touch are at the top, not hey. in a folder. <laughs> nice. Organization, baby. Um, let's see. I think in this one, Panic at the Discord, I think Brandon Yuri is there. Um, <laughs> is he the one who was like sending weird things to children, or was that Maroon No, 5? I don't believe he's done that. Um, no, that was Maroon 5. I think Man. Panic at... <laughs> I think Brendan Urie's only crime one is making a really shit album recently, um, and oh God, what was the other thing? I think he was a bit. I, I feel like there was a racism thing there. I guess that's the thing with <laughs> pop punk. It's either racism or talking to kids. You know. I'm Hold on. Like, let's, see. let's go yeah, look I'm up gonna, some controversy. Urie, racist. Um, oh. <laughs> people are blocking Brendan Urie on Twitter. For transphobic and racist remarks. Oh. Let's see. We don't love that. We do not um, love that. Okay, so this could be the panic, I think. <laughs> he does have sexual assault allegations. I don't know about the, the pedophilia stuff, but oh, that could not. Um, He's going all right. for the pop punk bingo there. <laughs> um, while we're while we're down here, I see this one I like a lot. I've been thinking about all week from T-Bex, which is Sword Art Online VR MMO. So... <laughs> I mean, the reason I like this a lot is because the only way to you have to look if you if you die in the game, you have to die in real life. I mean, 
feel like the VR headset just explodes. Right. You like the, the only way the only way to make this game would be for it to inherently kill you if you died in the game. There's definitely some people who would be into that still. I think you have to do it like a trick, like they do it in the show, where like you tell everyone it's a regular MMO, everybody logs in, and then you know you have like three million people online, and you're like, if you take the helmet off, it'll explode and kill you. <laughs> So I guess what I'm saying is like I'd like to be a megalomaniac villain who sort of traps everybody in a VR MMO. Um but it I is see sort of publishing that because you know it take the heat off the other stuff they're involved with. <laughs> I love the idea that holding three million people's lives hostage would take the heat off of the sexual abuse allegations. <laughs> They're like, oh, this is easier to, to sort. That's yeah, like we actually, we like we can actually explain this one. <laughs> it's it's a reference to Sword Art Online. <laughs> Your honor is an anime reference. <laughs> oh my god! Um, also down here uh, from Sarim, uh, instead of The Last of Us, I offer you the both of these. <laughs> oh, the both of what? What these what? It's the both of these. <laughs> the both of these. That's it. You're gonna have to watch the show to find out the rest. <laughs> I can't believe I got got the last episode of the Game Busters. Um, let's see here. Also, oh, uh, the one from uh, uh, Ryu here, mm-hmm, uh, yeah. t- Tumblerborn, uh, mainly because I feel like that's how I should identify now. It's like our slot who got our like worldview from Tumblr in a, discourse. In a fucking dystopian apocalyptic world. There's like. One tribe is like the Instagrams, and one tribe is the Tumblr born. Stop. <laughs> we're like dirty gremlins, though. You know, like we're the oppressed bottom class. You know, the, the, I think the Tumblr born who were purged I'm... out when they banned <laughs> NSFW material on the site. I'm just pretty sure to... that's like been a popular post on Tumblr before. Like <laughs> some post-apocalyptic world with like different tribes from different social media. Like that, that sounds like a. In post order to join the Tumblr board, you have to survive the gauntlet, which is. To an hour in the ball pit. <laughs> the piss ball pit. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm actually going to put a pin in this one. I like this idea of having these like oh social media based <laughs> tribes. Um, let's see here. Um, uh, we got another uh, similar one to the one before from Lizard Rock, which is Doki Doki Panic at the Disco Elysium. <laughs> that sounds like what's going on at the fucking developer right now. That's not even to describe it. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, I think there's been some some stuff going on with the Disco Elysium developers, and so many twists and turns have happened that I've stopped caring. Um, <laughs> so in this one, I don't know anything about Doki Doki Panic. Actually, what is that about? I assumed it was a reference to Doki Doki Literature Club. No, there is a different game called Doki Doki Panic. What? Let's, okay, I gotta look it up. Let me I'll look it up. Why did I ask you guys? Like, I wouldn't be the only person here who knows what that <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, you know, you won't wear any hope on that one. Um, okay. Y- Doki Doki, Yume Kojo Doki Doki Panic, translated as Dream Factory Heart Pounding Panic, is a Japan-only video game developed by Nintendo. Okay. Wow, so there's sort of a fake... Wait. This is it was just... later released outside of Japan under an altered format under the name Super Mario Bros. 2. Oh, yes. this is the game that became Super Mario Bros. 2. Yes, if you look at li- the, can you guys see the cover of this? Yes, it's it literally is just Super Mario's, but like it looks like it has like more of an Arabic influence. Yeah, Toad is definitely Arab in this one. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god, see. Yeah, check the Discord there. Um, so 
I think, uh, and I guess that's Bowser up on that flying carpet. Um, and there's Birdo. Uh, so interesting. There is a there is a little man in a turban with a mustache down there. <laughs> is that Mario? <laughs> I think that must be. No, yeah, I think it's Luigi. You think so? I think that's I think Peach climbing Luigi. the vine back there. And then uh, Mario's supposed to be the one that's fighting uh, whoever the fucking frog guy is in that picture. <laughs> the frog? No, the frog man up there is Bowser, I guess. Oh, um, he's a gator. Okay, instead, so my understanding of this game, because I, I knew that something about this, was that um, Super Mario Brothers 2 did not start out as that. Like, it was made as a completely different game without Mario in it, another 2D platformer. And all of the, this is what it looked like. And then they basically just skin swapped the characters for Mario characters and then released it in the West as Super Mario Brothers 2. Um, so um, why was this called Doki Doki Panic, which is heart pounding panic? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny. Also, yeah, but it's really cool because this this game was never intended to be part of the Mario world, but that's where like shy guys come from and stuff like that, you know, and uh, Birdo. stolen. Yeah, stole, stolen appropriated culture, if you ask yeah. me, from the Middle East, it looks like. Um, so is this is this anything, or are we just looking at some cover art right now? No, I, I think the deep lore of uh, Super Smash, not Super Smash Brothers. Uh, Mario. Mario, there we go. <laughs> That's his name. Um, how about this one from Kate? Shadow the Hedgehog of the Colossus. You're on top of a, that. yeah. You're on top of a giant shadow, the hedgehog. Not where I thought it was gonna go. I thought maybe <laughs> the shadow, the hedgehog, climbing the colossus. But uh, no, it is a big, big shadow, the hedgehog. Yeah, he enlarged himself so he could really be the ultimate life form instead of just a color swap of Sonic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not sure where I'd go with this, but I like it regardless. It'd still make more sense than the original Shadow the Hedgehog. What so, about mecha, <laughs> what about mecha hedgehogs? Like, if that's what we're if we're going for, like a giant shadow, we might as well make them all giant and make them. I mechs. think somebody had like a mech suggestion. Let me look here. Um, yeah, this one is from Andrew R, which I think was for me. Zoning of the Enders. Use your mech to enforce zoning ordinances. <laughs> <laughs> so this is basically what i do at work but my mech is my computer and i sit at a desk <laughs> well now you you can imagine you're doing that and your job is like way cooler it would be way cooler i agree um i do like city builders and stuff like that and these these strategy games so i i can see this being interesting like it's like hey somebody uh tried to build a fence like two feet too high for this zoning district and then i just like go there in my mech and i just destroy their fence <laughs> Oh, I like this one from Justin here. Uh, words of enemies. Um, that? <laughs> That's like me on Facebook anyway, because I get like weirdly obsessed with those Facebook games, and like I don't like the people on my Facebook, so you know I'm playing it with like like racist auntie. You know, she's yeah. the only one who's going to be playing Scrabble on Facebook Messenger. So. I do think words with enemies could be a name for the Facebook tribe. Yeah, oh, <laughs> definitely. Sure. Yeah, they could just rebrand it. Well, everybody within that tribe hates each other, so it makes sense. They're also all 100 years old. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Um, how about this one uh, down here, also from uh, Justin, I was liking a lot. I am bread too. I am roll, a role-playing game. <laughs> but like roll is spelled R-O-L-L. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, 
role playing game. So the main part of that I like a lot is the idea of a role playing game, but it's R O L L. Um, and you are a bro- you are bread, right? You're in maybe sort of a big open world RPG. Um, how would I am bread translate into a giant like Elden Ring like experience? I feel like it would have to be like sausage party. Like it would have to be set like inside of a grocery store, and everybody else also has to be food. Okay, I can see that. Um, also here from Justin, man, Justin sent in a lot of bangers. Octodad Traveler. <laughs> so <laughs> this is Octopath Traveler, but you are Octodad, I guess. And um, so you sort of were just inserting Octodad into this sort of epic fantasy Square Enix RPG. But I think the idea is that nobody can notice that you're an Octodad. So you need to like blend in and do regular JRPG things but you are a, an octopus dad. <laughs> I actually really like the sound of that. I like the idea of an octopus dad more than a dad with eight kids. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that, yeah, I guess that is what an octodad might be, huh? Um, Let's see here. Uh, Up here, I saw another uh good one. Yeah, from Annie. It just says, open a bag of sun chips quietly on an airplane. <laughs> First of all, impossible. <laughs> I like I like that fail, ambition. If you fail, uh, some like oh god, what are what are the people called that like sit on flights that are cops that like can't oh, the, don't show you um, their cops marshals. I guess yeah, like air yeah, marshals. Air marshals like, yeah, if you open it too loudly, the air marshal is going. To he's he's going to think it's a gun. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> he's going to shoot you. <laughs> he is he's playing his own game with the the, the dark gun game. Um, the also from Annie, I think we had another one. Yeah. Far Cry 150. I guess all that's left is the moon. Uh, Annie, I regret to inform you that in Far Cry 6, you do go to the moon. Of course so, you do. Of course. Yeah. They got there way too early. <laughs> Sorry. Um, let's see here. What else we got? Uh, I like this one from Austin Suther. Uh, Fire Emblem, get engaged. <laughs> So the new, the new Fire Emblem's coming out in a few weeks. It's called Fire Emblem Engage, for reference. Um, Intelligent Systems is ditching all the padding uh, combat in Fire Emblem and getting to the real reason we're all there, husbandas and waifus. Um, so this is like a marriage sim visual novel, Fire Emblem. And it's well, just that was about- just Fire Emblem Awakening if you played it on the easiest difficulty, to be honest. That's true, because it just kind of like passes over the battles. Um, sort, of a, sort of a dungeon sprinter, in a way. Um, <laughs> dating sprinter i guess or yeah sprint dating yeah. <laughs> um this is like is a genuine here? good idea though people would play the hell out of that yeah yeah i think there actually is one of these for steinsgate there's a steinsgate dating visual novel well, that's beautiful. Um, which is interesting but anyway um what else we got um i see someone highlighted over the sea of thieves thing here oh what is that uh, down here from uh, from Darwin. Um, let's see here. Sea of Thieves, but it's in space and it's really vibrant and there are space creatures and your boat is like a really crazy mechanical space boat. Uh, this might be... This might be No Man's Sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is that has to be. Um, what else we got here? Oh, I see this. I was looking at these ones from Commodore Fez, which I like. So there's uh, White Lotus, the musical, the game, and then a separate submission. I hope someone has watched White Lotus. I actually That's... haven't, but everyone alive has told me I should. Okay. I'll like... tell you. Okay, sorry. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead. Go ahead. Explain it. 
Huh? Oh, I don't know what White Lotus is. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to explain it. I assumed it's that show about the uh, like super rich people on a resort, right? Okay. What I'm not interested in is us trying to guess what White Lotus is and making a (laughs) musical out of that and then making a game out of it. What I am interested in doing is taking the submission, I hope someone has watched White Lotus and turning that into a game. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) So this is a world, this is like some sort of open world adventure where you are desperately searching for someone who has watched White Lotus (laughs) and can tell you enough about it so that you can make a musical out of a game uh, out of it. Oh, I like this. It's like, um, ages ago, there was that game developer simulator game. Uh, this is the same, except you are a game developer that only does licensed games, and you've just been asked to do one for White Lotus, and you have no <laughs> idea what it is. Okay, I, I, this is this, so this is you're working in an office, like this is like some, you, you're this is like some Stanley Parable shit. You're like working in the office, and there's no fucking way out of this office, and everywhere you turn is just more and more confusion. Like nobody knows what you're talking about. Like there, there's just like. Uh, the I think the how do you win this game because somebody somebody there's got to be somebody who can tell you right or is the truth of it that like the white lotus was inside of us all along <laughs> and you have to make a musical about that somehow uh, mm-hmm. and then make that into a game okay um I don't know that this is gonna be I don't know what the interface for this game is like how would you do this. Yeah, so how does it work? Do, do we have to also make the musical, which then the game is a, like a spin-off right. of? My suggestion is that we take characters from White Lotus and we paste them over the characters from Doki Doki Panic and then just release that in the West as a different I think that game. would work. Yeah, if it's good enough for Mario, then yeah. Uh, okay, anyone else see anything? Yeah, okay, so I... My boyfriend did like an anonymous submission and he was like, oh, I bet you're not going to guess... Um, which one it is so i'm gonna i'm gonna make my one guess he's listening as well oh no i better get this right um <laughs> tim i'm gonna guess that you are better peg greg are you he's not no i got it wrong oh my I'm god failure also yeah. can better peg greg be the submission <laughs> <laughs> a game about pegging greg no, it's just like it's like Better Call Saul, but like he offers a different service instead of lawyer things. Um, <laughs> anyway, the submission from Better Peg Greg was Boss Baby Cart Dummy Derby. Um, I do like Boss Baby Cart because I love the vibrant world of Boss Baby, and let's all go around and name our many favorite characters from the film Boss Baby. <laughs> Uh, the boss uh, baby. The boss baby is one the that's boss good. Boss baby for sure. Um, and I think we get Alec Baldwin back for this. I think he'll be willing to do it. Honestly, There's at this a stork point. in there somewhere, right? I'll I'll pretend the stork is my favorite. Um, I think there is a brother involved, so we'll say that's one of the characters. And then I think after that, we just start importing characters from other DreamWorks franchises. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some minions. Babies. Shrek is there. Baby Shrek's there. <gasps> oh. Um. Okay, so uh, what was the one where you were saying before, though? Uh, well, yeah, what, did you find Tim's under his? No, pseudonym? he did his last night, so I'm not sure it got added. Could it be Kenny McAwesome Pants? <laughs> oh, okay. What's the submission there? Uh, podcast away. You spawn on a random island like Minecraft, and you have to scavenge and survive and craft podcast equipment out of coconuts and sand. Your podcast co-host can be Wilson the volleyball. Okay, I like that. I don't think that's his. Because it, it's too good. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I, we had we had a few of them that were like podcast themed. I think we had one that was um, let me see here, from. Uh, yeah, right there from Kate, the Game Busters podcast management simulator, Nerov Initiative. <laughs> So this is good because simulator is you just trying to like get me to answer you about the podcast. Yeah, it's mostly me texting Alyssa, waiting three days for her to respond to me. I'm a bad texter. I'm sorry. Uh Um, let's see here. Uh, but yeah, I I think this uh, podcast away one is pretty funny. But um, I like this. I, I think there's a lot of survival open world island crafting games out there already, and um. I don't know if this one is going to be different enough. Uh, how about from Neil? House cat. Sorry. Excuse me. House cat. It's like stray, but you play a house cat. There are no objectives. All your needs are met. <laughs> you, you just look around and meow. Um, oh, no, but you still try and escape as soon as the windows open slightly. You know, even though all your me- needs are being yeah, met. Yeah, even though all your needs are met, the second the door is open, you run outside about 15 feet away and then just start chowing down on grass that you know is going to make you throw up in five minutes. Oh <laughs> Ellie. Realistic. Oh, she turned around. Um, she cooled out right now. Uh, also from, uh, let me, let me throw in one of mine. Uh, esports story. <laughs> so this is like sports story, but for esports, um, I think that would quickly devolve into sort of a, uh, a toxic uh, cesspool of a game. Um, so you're I'm, like, it just feels very meta because you're doing a game about esports while playing a video game. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I also want to bring back uh, something from something that's been haunting me for a year and a half, which is Bioshrek. I'm <laughs> 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 just putting it back on the table. Um, I talked a lot about it in one of our previous episodes uh, of Good Games Inc. Um, I just want to put it out there. Bioshrek Infinite. We could make it happen. <laughs> uh, Alyssa, you brought some ideas too. Um, yeah, I figured a lot of my friends did not respond. So like, okay, let's give some interest. Let's give some, some ideas. Okay. Game Busters, the show, the game. The only reason I did that one is because one of my friends plays MLB, the show. Oh, the show. Okay. And I I'm see, like, I, I can't, I don't understand. I never understood why they named it that. I thought it was ridiculous, but it, I, I think. It encompasses everything yeah. we've done here with the podcast ideas too. I know since like two other people gave podcast game ideas. All right, um, I'm going to throw out some of Andrew's here because I think these are going to help us out. Um, so first, uh, connect Fortnite. That's one. <laughs> How does that work? I I, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think you replace some of the fort uh, the connect four pieces with like Thanos and like Master Chief <laughs> and whatever. <laughs> Um, how about this one? In Mergers We Trust, a beat-em-up game where Phil Spencer and Bobby Kotick join forces to take on the evil FTC antitrust division. I really do think that some Microsoft fans are about two days away from making that game themselves. I can believe that. Um, and Captain America. Captain America is a libertarian and you have to stop him. Isn't that just <laughs> the new Captain America? Well, not- I don't know, what's his fucking name? And, um... The new series. Oh, the the Falcon and the Winter Soldier guy. Yeah, like evil, what's his name? His name's like Captain Bad America. John Walker? Is it John Walker? <laughs> it's John Walker. Yeah. John Walker I, I sounds right. just white enough to be the right yeah. name. <laughs> that, that, that has to be him. That's just him. Um, this one has spoken to me on an emotional level. Captain Toad Treasure Fracker. 
way you like just destroy right, so the environment. To, are you Captain Toad fracking the earth for treasure, uh blasting through the crust and destroying it? Uh or are you trying to st- So this one says you have to save the environment from a Captain Toad consumed by greed. Um Oh, I like this. Yeah. Yeah. You play as like um, a Captain Toad's like apprentice who is he thinks that his master has, has lost his ways, you know, that the treasure he's looking for is actually just oil that he's going to sell to the US government. Right. Um, Sonny also sent in a few bangers down here. Um, Death Standing. I don't I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> just, a, just a guy standing there. Um, this one's pretty good, though. Uh, two don't. How long can you avoid doing the important stuff you need to do? I think this is like a sort of like an unpacking vibe, but like you are not going to unpack anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, it could be like unpacking, but the things you're unpacking do cool things that you get distracted with and you end up like <laughs> looking at for 10 minutes. And That's then you unpack another thing good. and it's the same story. Oh my God. Um, we also have from him uh, Zoidberg Hospital, an expansion for Two Point Hospital. Uh, I'm guessing you play as Zoidberg uh, doing doctor things, which I think traditionally has not gone well for the patients no but it goes well for you because you're Mm -hmm. still a doctor so that's the main thing really this one probably got me the most which was my little brony um (laughs) and i'm wondering what that what is that for you why did it get you the most why what emotional effect did it have i'm imagining going to a convention and you're going by one of those little kiosks and you look down and there's a bunch of small bronies about like eight to 10 inches tall on the table for sale. Huh. Okay. I think you can collect bronies and uh, maybe they have different powers. Maybe this is a collectible monster game. <laughs> maybe they have uh, and then you can equip them onto different My Little Ponies uh, to like give them elemental powers and stuff. Like Moonlight Sparkle, which I'm pretty sure is one. Um, and then <laughs> let, let me let me name me. <laughs> let me name one more pony. Um, Fluttershy, that's one. Okay, that's pretty good. Rainbow, Rainbow Horse. Um, does anyone know anything about My Little Pony? I just feel like their powers should be more in line with like actual bronies. So like one of their powers should be racism. Another one should be pedophilia. Um, okay. How would you incorporate that mechanically into the game? <laughs> I, would, I would make sure that we kill the bronies. Your, so the your bro- purpose is to kill the My Little Bronies. Okay. So maybe this is a collectible monster game, but we're collecting My Little Ponies and the bronies are like the, the enemy faction or something. Yes. Fuck the bronies. Um... The okay, so I I feel like there was something here when they were just little guys, <laughs> um, but maybe not. Um, let's see here. Also, how about this one? A dating sim, but you're not trying to find yourself a partner. You're trying to hook up other people with friends, partners, and even pets. Okay, that's kind of like Fire Emblem in some regards. Then I like this idea of like being like the like meeting an NPC that's like, man, I really need a cat, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna go looking at the different cats that there are and, and figure out which one would be good for you. <laughs> um, this feels like it would be like this. I don't know why I'm imagining the artwork for this game is extremely poor. I, I don't think it's gonna be well drawn. <laughs> um, got a long one here from Xana. Imagine this: a game similar to Wii Tennis, but in hell. 
Fire is everywhere. <laughs> Skeletons and demons are in the stand. The floor is lava, and the tennis balls are flaming fireballs that get larger per hit via rally. Instead of the OG mat, you get Satan as one of the competitors. Have fun, and then a heart emoji. I don't think... I think Matt would still uh, be... Uh, I think he would still be there, yeah. Than, than Satan. <laughs> Satan, you know, is not as strong as Matt. No, I agree. So let's think about Wii Tennis in Hell. Um, so you are trapped... Is this like an eternal game of tennis or something? Like that's like the the hell punishment? Oh, it never ends. And that's like a good fitness game because you literally yeah. won't stop playing. Love all. Um, is that what the... Does anyone know what the different tennis scores are? Uh, <laughs> no idea. I wish I There's know. like... There's... Oh, Endless Love is one of them. That could be the name of the name of the game. That's a good. That's love. a good ass. Sorry, that's a good ass name for a tennis dating. Actually, scene. though, <laughs> but, the, um, but then the, the tennis players that you're dating are just people from hell. They're demons. You make them very sexy. Yeah. Um. So the idea being that, like, maybe there's like a thing, like maybe it's like a um. What is that thing? Uh, with the fiddle, devil went down to Georgia situation where like if you can beat the devil in a game of Wii tennis, you get to escape from hell. Oh, okay. Maybe it's like a Hades situation, but it's tennis <laughs> with the Wii remote. Um, I don't know. I I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm looking around here. Let me see if there's anything else from the top here. Um, how about this from Andrew Lego old Testament? <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. I love it. So fucking good. <laughs> Uh, grew up in a southern baptist church i can only imagine some oh of those God. stories were laid by legos um <laughs> here's this oh let's how about this one from darwin happiness simulator you live in a cozy house in the woods and nothing bad happens and there are no monsters oh so it's like the cat game except you are the cat all your needs are already met all your needs are met uh from dc we have tim mortality it's like immortality but instead of the sound that tells you to rewind the tape it's tim allen grunting <laughs> All right, I've have you played Immortality? I haven't, but I've, okay. I've, I so know enough I, about it. I have, yeah, I have played it. So when you're watching these tapes, there's a sound that's like, whoosh, it's like a whooshing sound, and that's like a signal for you to rewind the tape because something different will happen when it plays in reverse. But instead, this time you hear. <laughs> oh, I don't think anything fun. else is different. Um, from Dairyberry, Christmas with the Clanks. A Christmas-themed spinoff of Ratchet and Clank where the robot sidekick must save his buddy on Christmas and Tim Allen is there. <laughs> Two separate Tim Allen entries. Um, Christmas with the Clanks is pretty is a pretty fucking good name for a, a Ratchet and Clank spinoff. But... It works so well. How's it not been done? Um, let's see. Gaspard, a reverse murder mystery game where you have to murder someone and then convince everyone in the area that someone else there did it. You plant clues for them, you're giving conflicting details, and inevitably you get someone else arrested and tried for your crime. DLC lo- locales come available every couple months. The game title is Gaslight. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really like that. That's I like this a really idea. good social deduction game. I have read I have read four Agatha Christie books in the last two weeks. I am like trapped in this world of murder mysteries right now. I would love to not not be the detective. I don't want I don't I want Hercule Poirot to be like one of the characters here, but like you are just one of the the okay. Is there? Let's think about this on a on a base level for a second. Is there a detective game out there where you are the criminal and you are trying to outsmart the detective? Apart from Among Us, probably not. 
Um, cause like, I'm thinking of like almost, I'm thinking of like death note basically thematically, right? Like you are the criminal and you are the one outsmarting and staying one step ahead of the master detective. But like, is there something like that in game format? I don't think so. Apart from that, that death note game that we came up with. That was yeah. Fun. But ours was a battle royale where you type people's names in to kill them. That's a good point. So yeah, not a lot of, um, of social deduction or subterfuge going on there. This is a good idea for a real game. I don't. I, I think we have to work to figure out how to make it funny, but I think it's a good idea. I'm going to put a pin in this one, too, because um, we got to start narrowing down the nug. Um, how about from I.K. Jones, The First of Us Part 1? So this is a prequel, I guess, but it's a remake of the prequel to The Last of Us. So they're going to bash out the remake so quickly now that they're remaking games that don't even exist yet. That seems like the next logical <laughs> step after, for some reason, giving us The Last of Us Part 1. So I can see that. Um, let's see here. There was another one up here we missed from Axel. Curtain Call. A point-and-click adventure where you play as a producer overseeing the final episode of a long-running series trying to figure out who it was that sparked the higher-ups to kill the show and why. Think Pentiment meets Bombshell. That this actually cool. sounds like it could slap. Like, you know, get Obsidian on this. Yeah, actually, you know what? I like this. I'm I'm feeling an air of mystery and de- and deduction in the air right now. Um, yeah, we're, we're we're all been watching Glass Onion. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Everyone's hot on that right now. Maybe this is maybe this is a Knives Out mystery. What we're gonna make? Um, <laughs> okay. Let's go ahead and just say whatever the thing is called. It's just we we append a Knives Out mystery to the end. Absolutely, I completely agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Even, um, even if Ryan Johnson didn't like doing that with Glass Onion, who cares? <laughs> Um, which I, I will say, like, he was like, it should have been called Glass Onion. I was like, well, then nobody would fucking know what your movie was, jackass. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of agree with him because it kind of made it so everyone was comparing Knives Out and Glass Onion. Which I mean, it was a anyway. sequel to that movie. Yeah, yeah so I know. It's going to happen. Well, no, but like, I feel like he didn't want the Knives Out thing attached to it because he was going for such a different vibe. And it is such a different vibe. It is different. Yeah. But then like my mom would have never known it came out and she loved Knives Out. You I don't know, know. I, I feel like it could have worked still. I mean, it's on Netflix, it's got Daniel Craig right at the centre of it, like, it would have been fine. This I is think. one of my James Bonds. <laughs> like, I don't think anyone's going to feel like, oh, you know, this is a new James Bond movie I hear so much about. How about from Ryu, Near Cry? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, done. I'm, I'm done fucking going cross-continental on this. This one takes place in Seattle, Washington. It's just like, oh. wherever the game developers are, it just happens in, like, the parking lot. Because they, they just can't be bothered to go scout yeah, locations. It's literally it's in it's in it's at Ubisoft Montreal, but it's just like at a, at the office parking lot, and there's like a Starbucks across the street. <laughs> um, from Sarim, uh, alive by afternoon. It's the morning, and four ailing players who are feeling lazy as hell must hide from the roaming nurse who is trying to heal them and make them responsible members of society again. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, Okay, so I think we've... Uh, how about uh, from Kate? I also want to throw this one out. Fire Emblem Three Copes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's pretty good. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's let's narrow in here. Um, I like this mystery idea. What is what is the what is the the gist of this mystery? How do we make this like a fun? Do we do we put it in the Doki Doki Panic Engine? <laughs> is that <laughs> how do we, how do we make this like a fun funny thing? Um, we could just do Death Stranding Knives Out Mystery. 
I actually just love the sounds of that, and I feel like if you got Kojima on on the phone, he'd be well up for that. I think he would fucking love it because I think he he's posted a lot of stuff about uh about the movie and um, let's see, I I want to say. Okay, in the let's let's think for a second because I think like we said before, like you're in this one, you're the killer though, right? And there's uh, Benoit Blanc has stumbled onto the scene, right? And so you're the killer. Who who? So <clears throat> really, who who are who are you gonna be? Um, are you Mads Mikkelsen? Uh, that guy was Hannibal. So like, I feel um, like he would make a very good opponent to Benoit Blanc. Oh my god, that would be so fucking good. Maybe yeah. do, could we just put him in the movie then? Yeah. Instead of our fake fucking game. <laughs> when the, the game sets it up, they like they complement each other. They have to launch at the same time. Okay. Uh we have let's see, we have okay, the point and click adventure where you're the producer overseeing the final episode of a long running series trying to figure out who killed the show. I like that idea too. Um I think that mixes well at the very least. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Let's say it's I don't know. Let's say somehow Kojima gets screwed over again. Death Stranding Two is cancelled. Uh, he then has to find out which one of his actor friends got it cancelled. You know, that's the mystery. And it's very emotional because he loves his actor friends. Right. That's true. Like, is like, was it was it Elf Anningson? There's <laughs> <laughs> no actual murder, and it's just the murder of a TV show. What if it's White Lotus that <laughs> has been cancelled? <laughs> And Please you and you are trying to desperately find out what White Lotus is and why it's being oh, canceled. You're trying to find someone who hasn't seen it, and then you pin the cancellation on them for personally not viewing okay. it. Let Let's flip this back around for a second. Let's say this is this is a Knives Out thing. You are Benoit Blanc, okay? You yeah. you land in you you come into the scene. The show White Lotus has been canceled, and because the director or somebody has been killed, right? And you, your job is to try to not only find out who killed them, but like what the show White Lotus was about, and anybody on earth who has seen it. <laughs> Who's the White Lotus because, director? Uh, like White, who is this man? Let me, let me just look at the people involved with this show. Um, it's got a ninety-one on Rotten Tomatoes. An all-star cast head to a resort and unleash their worst, most privileged impulses. The series is a sharp social satire following the exploits of various guests and employees of the fictional White Lotus Resort chain. So let me see who's been on this show, because maybe they'll make for a good cast of a Knives Out mystery. Um, <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge, Alexandra Daddario, Sydney Sweeney, Jennifer Aubrey Coolidge Plaza. has to be in Knives Out Free. That'd be yeah. amazing. I fucking love Jennifer Coolidge. I love that. Um, let's see here. There's a lot of people in this show. Uh I thought that said Tom Holland, but it said Tom Hollander. This is, I guess, his evolutionary form. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking uh, F. Murray Abraham. Uh, he's great. Um, anyway, so looks like there's there's a good number of people here. Theo James. I, he looks familiar. Um, so maybe is this is this the cast, or do we remove this cast and replace them with the cast of Death Stranding? <laughs> oh, um, I like that idea. Okay. This is this is the idea. It's a mystery, right? The um let me let me see overview here. Who's the who's like the showrunner of this? Um uh the created by Mike Mike White. His name is Mike White. What else did he do? Um 
let's see. Uh, he competed on the Amazing Race, <laughs> and later became a contestant and runner-up on Survivor: David versus Goliath. Then he created, wrote, and directed the 2021 HBO satire comedy *The White Lotus*. What? <laughs> what a career! Oh my god, that's crazy. Very underwhelming. See, White I feel like a... he's the only one who's like going to be up for being on our game with a resume like that. You know. White is a vegan and lives in Santa Monica with his boyfriend, Josh, and owns a house in Kauai. <laughs> that sounds Good like the him. coolest guy ever. Good for yeah, him. If we ask him to get involved in this production, he will He will join. The new season of White Lotus is being filmed on his private island. How okay. the fuck? Does he How have does like... he have a private island? Yeah. How does he? What has he, he like... done? <laughs> White was a contestant on the Survivor David versus Goliath as a member of the Goliath tribe, then to reshuffled... Jabeni tribe and the merged Kalokolo tribe. What the fuck is this show about? Is this how we add in like the social media the tribes? Facebook tribes. <laughs> also, okay. like, I'm sorry, that is not private island money. Um, <laughs> that is not private island. No, no, he doesn't. Like, he doesn't have a private island. He has a house on an island. Okay. Well, oh, it's still pretty good though. So, all right, let's 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 back up. I like I like this. This is so the idea here is that. <clears throat> Oh, it's a it's a thing about celebrities, though, right? So maybe Benoit Blanc has been invited to White Lotus, the show, to be the on the new season because okay. these people are celebrities yeah. like in the show, mm-hmm. right? And so he's been invited to be this, but he arrives and the showrunner has been murdered. Okay, mm-hmm. so the idea is there's a bunch of celebrities here on this island uh, and and somebody has killed them or somebody has, has been a murderer. And so you have to uh, basically like find out. Uh, so as, as the thing goes, I think you find out that the show has been canceled. You know, that's one of the, the mystery things that comes out and it's like the show has been canceled. So why were we even here in the first place? Right. Oh, and then the next okay. thing you find out, you're like, what is this show about? <laughs> and then you talk. Everyone you talk to on this island has never heard of this show before. <laughs> I like this. Um, okay, Sounds what like a mind fuck? Yeah, I like this because uh, it, it gives us a chance to milk that that money. People are really hot on this shit right now. Um, <laughs> and then we can also get in some of our our uh, mystery stuff here. So like. Maybe there is a mini game uh, where you are playing the game Doki Doki Panic, li- li- first westernized for the first time ever in English. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, um, okay. Also, sorry, I just saw one we didn't talk about from Moonlit Rainfall, which is Spaghetti Parlor. Um, <laughs> and I think I'm just going to go ahead and say that is the name of one of the rooms in this big mansion is the <laughs> yeah, Spaghetti absolutely. Parlor. They have a whole room dedicated to that. Okay, so let's let's think for a second. How how do we expand this out now? What is the gameplay of this? Because it's like it's like Pentiment. It's like a, is it like a two D side scroller or is it like a works. free roam? Um, I don't know. I think it's. I want to see the spaghetti parlor in three D glory. Yeah, I do too. So yeah. I'm thinking of. Have you guys played Paradise Killer or know about it? No. Um, Paradise Killer is a weird ass like uh, 80s, 70s sort of like detective game. It's like styled like andy warhol like did a bunch of acid and threw up on a map (laughs) um but like which you know they did it it's very vaporwave basically but anyway like you're it's like a bunch of really crazy weird esoteric shit about like all these 
you're you're like a god and there's like all these like hierarchies of gods and stuff but basically the idea is that it's a very weird game because there's been a murder of this like highest god by one of these lower gods and so you are sent out to find out who the killer is but depending on the evidence that you collect the killer if you if you collect enough evidence to prove in court that the killer is the killer then they are the killer okay so there's not an actual right answer about who the killer is it just depends on what evidence you're able to gather and if you can convince the judge that the evidence you have is sufficient to convict somebody then they are the killer okay so the reason i i said that whole thing is because i forgot what we were talking about before (laughs) no so have i i feel like yeah there's only so much i can take like of talking about white lotus show which looks confusing and i've never seen uh (laughs) then obviously glass onion was added and then death stranding um and i mean it's it's obviously a good uh, murder mystery because i'm this is too mysterious. For okay, me. here's the idea. We've definitely lost the plot. That's the we've problem. lost the plot. Let's let's back up. When That's was the selling when, point? When did this last <laughs> make no sense? Um. When we okay, let's let's. I'm just stopping right here. It is called White Lotus: A Knives Out Mystery. Okay. 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 Yeah. The yeah. musical. The game. The musical. The game. <laughs> the musical. The game. The show. <laughs> the show. <laughs> Why is it called MLB The Show? I don't know. I, I ask myself that every day. <laughs> okay. Um, in this one, you are... Okay, so I think... Let's go back to the original idea, which was interesting, which is that you are the killer. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Benoit Blanc does show up to the set, right? Because he's one of the celebrities that's invited. You are the person who is desperately... You are You are Hideo Kojima. <laughs> and you are you have you are desperately trying to use this sound space and stage for Death Stranding 2. But you can't do that because they're filming White Lotus on it. Oh god. <laughs> so you kill the showrunner in order this. to make space for Mads Mickelson to come by. Fuck yeah. Um and so the idea is that like your 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 contestants on this game uh should we should we look up what White Lotus is a, a little bit so that we know or should, is this? I, I think it's better if we don't know. Yeah, yeah, I like this. I think we okay. should make it up as we go along. Okay, so I'm gonna say that it's a show where everybody's like got a secret. Okay. Okay. And it sounds like there's some sort of dark mysteries at play, um, and um, everybody is like uh, hiding something from somebody. <clears throat> so I think in this. Okay, so I think you are. Going around, and you are—you've—you've uh, you've killed Mike White, the the showrunner, in in a in the hopes that the show will get canceled. Okay. And so, because if you don't start filming Death Stranding two, like by the by the end of next week, then you are not going to get it out uh, in time. So, uh, or so okay. Basically, this this used to be a cat and mouse kind of game, right? It's a detective thing, where. The detective is is always on your case, and maybe we fit in some of that L.A. noir face physics. <laughs> Wait, so, like, so since you're the killer, is the purpose like trying to evade people finding out that you're? the I killer? think you're trying to frame somebody else sufficiently. I think okay, you're trying what to. If mm-hmm. everybody, like all, the entire cast, all of them actually all attempted to kill Mike White, and they're all they all are trying to hide from each other that they attempted to kill mike white so all of them tried and failed to kill him and well, you were the they one who was not the murderer huh everybody the- thinks that they everybody thinks that they are the murderer but you are the actual murderer. 
That's so stupid. I love it. It seems that, so incredible. There was stupid. actually one of the cases in Duncan Rampa was this, where like five different people thought they were the murderer and <laughs> like, none of them were. Okay, good. Good um, shit. Yeah, that's extremely good. Okay, so a bunch of people think they're the murderer. We need some sort of device to like trap them on this island, right? Like for the night so they can, nobody can leave. A storm. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> sure. Um, or an embargo from a nearby hostile nation. Oh, true. <laughs> Even better. What's the hostile nation? Um, name. Let's let's think of one. Um, where is White Lotus filmed? Let's let's see. Um, I'm I'm gonna just see. I'm not gonna read the plot. I'm just checking where it's filmed. The nation is one of the the, the social media tribes. <laughs> Filming. Tumblrborn. Fanciful photography is in Hawaii. Okay. Also, oh, United States is the hostile nation. Maybe Hawaii is the hostile nation because we did steal it. So um, <laughs> Hawaii finally breaks off. Hawaii the secedes States. finally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the the second season was filmed in uh, would film at the Four Seasons San Domenico Palace in Tar- Tarmiona, Sicily, in Italy. So they filmed it at the Four Seasons, huh? So is this this is like a like a fancy schmancy kind of thing, huh? Yeah, that's, that's pretty fancy. Holy shit! According to Vulture, the cost of production of season two remained at under three million dollars per episode. In Italy, where season two was filmed, off is so the country of Italy offers up to forty percent tax credit to foreign productions. That's pretty nice. Mm. So, are we in Italy or Hawaii? Let's figure that out. Well, I mean, we what? want a maximum return, so Italy is sounding appealing, right? Actually, no. This is the this is season three, right? We're doing so we can put it wherever we want. Um, oh, perfect. Yeah, where's a hostile nation? Just name one. No, name your favorite don't... country that hates us. I mean, how how long you got? <laughs> um, Canada. Let's say it's North Korea because it's impossible to offend anybody from there because they will never hear this. That um, also covers <laughs> the embargo because you know the whole country's in of one big embargo. Sure. So you're on you're on a you're on an island on the coast of Japan, and it turns out that North Korea has like uh, set up an embargo there, uh, and you are basically the whole cast is trapped on this island um, for like a few. That gives us a few days too, not just like a storm. True. Um, true. So you get there, you're trying to figure out. So we do get we got Daniel Craig back for this, right? He's back for this one. I think if it's fun, he'll do it. He just doesn't yeah. want to do anything boring again. I think I think we'll let it. Yeah, I think he did. I think he did his time as James Bond, <laughs> and hated uh, every second of it. It does feel like that, doesn't it? Um, yeah. I love how they like. It feels like he was like finally like let off his chain, and he's like, I say, I say, I say. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So yeah, let's see. You. Uh. Ha- and let's see. I think we make this funnier by having the let's just have the fucking cast of death stranding on the island i don't care anymore <laughs> that's what season this is season three so it's a new season kojima has snuck the entire cast of death stranding to this island so he can secretly make his movie <laughs> oh i love that um like it, like it. each of them thinks they're the murderer everyone except benoit blanc is a suspect and you ever you are each of you are tr- wait hold on hold on wait is this a multiplayer game where you're all controlling different characters and each of you is trying to pin the murder on somebody else for the computer to decide who the killer is? Oh, it's like Mario Party. Mm. 
Okay. I do enjoy that. Yeah. So I, I like online multiplayer. Right. So we get the whole group in for this. Like Leah Sedu is in here. Fucking uh, Guillermo del Toro is one of the characters. Oh, fuck yeah. Right? <laughs> fuck yes. Okay. Fuck yeah. So you, you're all playing these characters. Um, and uh, each of you, there, there's like a, the power goes out sort of thing, right? While you're, uh, okay. So Kojima has rigged this entire thing, right? To get the entire cast of Death Stranding 2 on this island. <laughs> For White Lotus, so he can take over the production and film it at no cost. <laughs> All right, uh, but there's a murder, and the the showrunner of White Lotus is killed, and it's like, who 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 has done this? And so, I like the idea that you don't know who's done it because it. I think it is somebody. It's but it's a multiplayer thing. Let's let's say it's eight people. Okay, we can get eight cast members together, um, and each of you is trying to figure out who the other killer is, and then Benoit Blanc is an NPC. Okay. So you have to present him evidence, right? To show him like, no, this person was in this place at this time. So that that means they could have done it. Or like, I was here, so I couldn't have done it. You know? You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I think this sounds pretty fun. I think that you, um, I think we need some of that Amogus heat. How do we do that? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't had that time before. I I think there's a... I think there's a Jeff Keighley mask that you can get as a DLC. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And someone's like, I swear I saw Jeff Keighley with the knife. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sated on that on that part. Okay. So is this called White Lotus Stranding? <laughs> the knife out mystery? Just... Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, absolutely it is. Um, oh, maybe it's just like, maybe we just call it like, uh, like you know it's just he's just calling it ds2 so maybe we just call this um how do, how do we fit that in there ds2.5 um, is a spin-off oh final chapter prologue yeah <laughs> um, a knives out story <laughs> <laughs> okay um so i think the idea of this also because nobody is because kojima rigged it so that everyone came here to film death stranding 2 that's why nobody knows what White Lotus is about. <laughs> and nobody knows what the show is. So, so, uh, but the thing is like you finding out why the showrunner was killed and who did it is like contingent upon you finding out what the show is about. <laughs> um, okay. So this Ellie, is incredibly... oh, Ellie has a suggestion. Oh, Ellie, please, please. I'd like to hear it. Come on. I heard She's him. She's yeah. stuff. Oh, I like that. Okay, oh, she wants fighting bed. elements. <laughs> she, she wants there to be combat. She creates um, violence. I think this is sort of like a Pentiment-esque game, though, like in that, like, it's almost like RPG-like, but like you pick certain skills to have, and so you can like lie better about stuff, or you're, you're like, you can like move quicker. But I, I think it is a 3D space. Like, I think it's like a big island you can like move around freely. And, um, and then there's like a parlor scene at the end in the spaghetti parlor. Spaghetti um, parlor. <laughs> I forgot about that. Wait, so what happens in the spaghetti parlor? Well, that you know, like at the end of every Agatha Christie novel is the the parlor scene where the detective gathers all the suspects in the same room at the same time and recounts exactly uh, what happened. I so see. there's I think, actually spaghetti there, right? Like, is that... right? No, there's real okay, spaghetti. Good. Yeah, good. Every everybody's <laughs> served spaghetti in the Just parlor. Just everywhere. <laughs> um whoever and whoever whoever the killer is found out to be is sent to play we tennis in hell (laughs) 
Um, Perfect. So yeah, it's pretty good. I like the, yeah, I like this game. I think it'd be a fun uh, thing to do. Can you play with randos or is this like only parties? I think, I think there yeah. should be multi multiplayer online. Yeah, I think there should be matchmaking. I agree. Um, and I think you pick out like two or three skills at the beginning that your like Ooh. character is good at. You know, there's like okay. a competitive mode and everything. Right. There's um, a ranked mode. <laughs> there's a ranked. <laughs> mode. So what are the ranks? <laughs> the what is like uh i think there's like um i think the highest one is like master detective right um but then like the lowest one is like caught red-handed you know what i mean okay makes sense so like if you and can you imagine how bad your rank would suffer if you were caught red-handed doing the murder (laughs) yeah that would kind of suck wouldn't it right because there's like an intro scene where you meet everybody and then like you go and then it's like, you know, like, hey, I'm going to be here uh, over here and like the power goes out or whatever. And then you have like 30 seconds for somebody to kill them. And then, uh, oh, can we use the. OK, I think I've, I think I practice. I think this needs to be in the Hitman engine with all the with all the accoutrements <laughs> that come with it. This is sort of a multiplayer Hitman thing where all of you are, are trying to kill them. But then the rest of the game is you trying to plant evidence in other people's rooms, sneaking around, shit like that. This is good. This, I mean, it's not as funny as I wanted, but it sounds like it's a good game. So, oh yeah, I mean, I'd like, play I, it. Easy. yeah, it's pretty good. I think adding Kojima into it will make it inherently funny. Um. Oh yeah, he'll make it work. <laughs> he'll tie it together. He's just gonna be like, everyone's gonna be running around the island screaming that like there's a murder on the loose, and he's gonna be talking about the newest album he listened to. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, there's definitely a Jeff Keighley DLC mask. Um, is there, uh, can we do this where there's like other, um, can you get, can you, I think, you, I think we need to, do we want to work microtransactions into this? Do we want to ruin our perfect Absolute, game? Absolutely. Of course we do. How else right. are we going to make money? Do. Here's how we do it. You can pay money to buy a like uh, Norman Reedus mask and put it on Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> so people think you're him. <laughs> um, yeah. Does this have anything to do with White Lotus anymore? No, uh, but, like that's the thing is nobody knows what White Lotus is, right. so it okay. doesn't matter. We can just it's still here. It exists. The name right. in and of itself is what's going to give us power. Uh, so what is the so the name is, is the name White Lotus Stranding a Knives Out mystery? I don't. The I think I don't like game. that too much. <laughs> the I, show. Jesus, I can't. <laughs> I don't. I don't want. I want this to be pristine. I want it to be punchy, like Elden Ring. <laughs> Lotus uh, Stranding. No. White. Did he name the show White Lotus because his name is Mike White? Maybe. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, Kojima Lotus. I think we should just make the name as long as possible, isn't it? All right, fine. White Lotus Stranding, a Knives Out mystery, the musical, the game, the show. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put those in like little like uh little like things under the the like title. It's like the music, the game, the show. And they progressively get smaller. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, fine. That is that, that that's the name of it because like fuck it. Um fuck hold it, on one second. I hope that I think the I think the dialogue choice at the end uh when you are accused but when 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 Daniel Craig has you like dead to rights and like he's like laid out all the evidence and everyone in the room is looking at you the only dialogue option that pops up is I hope someone has watched White Lotus. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It, it, come, it goes full circle. Oh, I love that. Oh my God. Okay. You know what? I'm feeling good about this one. This is good. I And I, and 
frankly any any chance i have to let daniel craig just scream again um i'm down for there we go ship it it's ready ship it all right so anyway thank you guys for listening to not just this episode but all of them my loyal fans uh there are actually a good number of people that have listened to uh according to our analytics listen to like every episode of the show which is surprising and very nice thank you i appreciate appreciate it. it um so yeah, we we racked up uh, our total stats. I'm looking at the leaderboards right now. Our total <laughs> stats racked up to around eight thousand listens. So that's, that's pretty amazing. good overall. Like yeah, for every overall. Ep- that's that's crazy. That's mm-hmm. mad. Yeah, it is crazy actually. Uh, like around 130 episodes, and some of them were a lot more than others. You know, they're uh, a good number of them went like above 100, and some of them only hit like 20 listens, etc. But like, it, it just kind of depends on what it was about. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are still listening to that Stardew Valley episode every week, which is <laughs> insane. So I just love it. I just love the idea that, like, you know, people were listening. We weren't just talking into the void every week. Like, that yeah, just made it, it all is, worth it. It it is. It's awesome. Um, I, I think especially because of because of what the the like format of the show is. Like, if people find it, I think they do just scroll through until they find something they're interested in, kind of thing, which is totally cool with me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, than, like, absolutely. You know, just picking a random one. But yeah, um, thank you guys for listening so much. Like I said, like I started this uh, show uh, because Ellie was, hold on, biting me. Because <laughs> Ellie was biting you. Wow. Yeah, and she she's still was, biting you now. She's still Nothing's biting changed. me Never going to stop. Um, no, I started the show in June um, in, in 2020. Um, and uh, who knows what was happening then. But <laughs> it's a bad time for everybody. Can bad time overall. Her? Better made Ellie. better she by just, the podcast smiles oh, absolutely <laughs> oh baby girl we got a tiny little meow now have you've really got to like boost that meow and yeah i'm gonna it. base boost that meow meow, <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway like yeah i started that because i was you know stuck inside and had nothing to do and no one to see and stuff and and that really sucked and that this podcast very much saved my sanity throughout the pandemic and unfortunately uh it's just not the top of my priority list now that i can and have to do other things also you so, got too happy that's the problem the podcast made you too happy. it is an issue yeah i yeah I'm, I'm casting it away into the pit so uh but like i said we'll definitely still be here doing some shows now and then and using the feed so like definitely stay subscribed if you want to hear some cool stuff and we'll be doing like spoiler casts here and there for like I feel like probably most, if not every, like video game to TV or movie adaptation that comes out, we'll probably end up doing a little cast about anyway. So, bro, like, as, soon as, like ha- as soon as Hades two comes out, please, we got to do a podcast. Yeah, we can talk one. about, yeah, yeah, we can talk about that too. Although, yeah, that's, uh, you know, I-, I hope to just kind of keep this open and you know going forward indefinitely. Whenever, uh, whatever my heart calls to me, you know, we can grab some people and, and talk about a thing or two. So, um. In the meantime, definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'm still making stuff there. YouTube.com slash GameLuster. Twitch.tv slash GameLuster. We're doing streams there. Um, our Twitch channel, by the way, has grown enormously this year, too. Like, I did a big, like, roundup of all our stats and everything for the year. And, like, we um, we had, like, I don't know what was happening with Axel's Red Dead Redemption 2 stream, but he has, like, 40 regular watchers now. Let's go. We're, like, tuning in every week. I was like, that's crazy. I love that. That's really good. Um, So, yeah, uh, we'll we'll definitely, we're trying to get more people on the the Twitch and make it a little more regular and stuff. So, definitely keep an eye on it. Um, 
and we're at twitter.com slash gamelester of course and uh gamebusters pod which that twitter is still open um one thing i am also mentioned i mentioned every to everyone is that i'm working on a radio drama that i'm going to produce through gamelester um and it's going to be like a professional one and people are going to be paid to be in it and stuff like that and work on it and i'm going to get a sound mixer and everything for it yeah amazing yeah i'm very excited uh i've i'm um, mostly done with writing the first episode i think I don't know how many episodes it'll be, but I think they're going to be like half hour episodes. But um, okay. yeah, I, I'm going to be doing like casting and auditioning for that and everything. So um, everyone who's listening, whenever, you know, keep an eye on our Twitter, that'll be where I would uh, announce that kind of thing. But yeah, um, that'll hopefully I'm planning to have the writing stuff done by like March and start the recording stuff then. And then in this uh, basically, I want to like record and get all the shows ready and then start releasing them in the summer. So um that'll be my plan uh it's called fracture lands which is a fun name yeah it's sort of a it's a uh a a grim uh post-apocalyptic survival but elden ring is there (laughs) (laughs) i i had this idea a long time ago and i've i tried to write it as a novel first and then i tried to write it as a screenplay and then as like a play play and then i tried then i was like maybe it's a radio drama um I had this idea like a year ago, but yeah, basically it's like, I had this idea of like, why are they all these zombie apocalypse movies and stuff? Like, why is it always zombies? Everyone's done with zombies. Like, why isn't it just like fucking like dragons and shit? True. (laughs) Um, Why, why isn't it like the, the, you know, big iron maidens from Elden Ring with the long arms? (laughs) I don't know. So yeah, that's kind of the crux of it, like an apocalypse driven by a bunch of fantastical creatures destroying our own world um, and a group of survivors. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I love dystopian post-apocalyptic stuff, so I'm hoping I can tap into that. Um, but yeah, everyone stay tuned. I'm going to cross post the some of that at least into this feed too, but like keep an eye on the Twitter for that. Um, and yeah, I, I guess that's probably that for, for now um, for online things. Um, Re, what are you? What are you working on? Are you still? Are you still the gamer? I am still the gamer. Um, so right now I'm actually off for uh, six days. I just used up all like the holiday I had from last year. But after that, I'm currently working on some sort of, I guess, like retrospective on the Fable series. So I'm talking mm. to a few people who um, worked on the original three games. And it's really interesting if you're if you ever play Fable as a kid, or and if you st- still holds a special place in your heart now, I recommend uh, keeping a lookout thegamer.com for that. Whenever it will materialize, uh, I don't really have a deadline. I'm just gonna you know keep working at it until there is something to present people with. Awesome. Nice. Um, all right, Alyssa, do you, are you doing anything? Um, I'm getting back into cosplay a lot more again. I'm currently in the process of making a Star Nemesis Morgana cosplay, uh, which is just a skin from League for one of the star for the Star Guardian event. Mm-hmm. Um, my desire to get back into that has come back in full force, so I'm actually going to like the fabric store after I finish recording today. Oh shit, that's awesome! Uh, yeah, right. I definitely will keep like or I will or uh, start posting cosplay content again. Maybe I'll start streaming as well. Um. I just appreciate the time that we spent here. And I know like near the end, it got a little bit, a little bit difficult to get things through, but uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm overall happy with the experience we've all had together. 
Yeah, I, I really am. And like, obviously, I want to thank both of you for like being by my side and helping me because like I genuinely like, I don't know, like ha- having a like panel of like rotating people every week is like very difficult to keep any consistency with, which is Yay. like, so <laughs> it's, you know, good to have other people on here. So like, thank you guys both. I'm I really, really appreciate it. Thank you it. for doing it every week because it was like a mammoth task. The very few times where I would take over planning and editing duties. Like, I, I don't know how you did that on top of a full time job. Like, as soon as I went uh, full time at the game, or I had to like really step away from even being a guest on the podcast because it was just so much. So, yeah. Nero yeah. has like an unhumanly, inhuman amount of energy. Like, I honestly <laughs> don't get how you have the energy to do everything that you've done. <laughs> It is rough, and yeah, I definitely try to, I don't know, I, I always end up doing more things than I should be, but like, yeah, it's at some point, like, you know, you you kind of hit the point where you have to start sacrificing something or other, so yeah. it, is, it is what it is, and then, you know, I also still, like, you know, I'm, I'm uh, going to be doing reviews and stuff at, at Game Luster and, you know, some some video content and stuff, uh, not as much, because I've, I've, we've hired a great team of video people over at Game Luster now over the last few months, and we're going to have good stuff coming to you that I don't have to specifically make anymore, <laughs> which is really nice. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm having to focus on some of my real life things and uh, just being alive, I guess. So which yeah. is always nice. Um, and it, what's ever, well, let's, let's actually wrap up. What's everyone's new year's resolution now. Oh, that's a thing to think about. Uh- <laughs> uh, oh, actually my, I'm such a lazy piece of shit. So like, I, uh, uh, my work is like flexible hours. So I've been starting work at like noon or 1pm. So my news resolution is to see sunlight during the day. Um, it oh was God, pretty cool I mean. last time I saw some. Um, <laughs> wow. It, I thought it was kind of neat. And I think vitamin D is like semi-essential. So we're going to try and not be deprived of that. Good. You, should just, good drink, you should just drink Sunny D instead. <laughs> They don't. I swear, I haven't seen that here in so long. I, I actually don't time. think they make it anymore. I, I also don't it think it's a good time. substitute for actual sun. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's you know, it says sunny and it's got the letter D in there. So are they going to lie to me? I mean, maybe they did. Maybe that's why I don't see it here anymore. Maybe but. so. Maybe so. <laughs> she she wants the sunny D. Oh God, but no, yeah, my my work schedule is one to ten, so I feel that I have not seen. Sun oh, in that's painful. <laughs> you got to stop doing that. I wish. God, I wish. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, I have. Uh, um, I think my my um my resolution is very boring, but I I do need to lose weight, so I'm not I'm trying not only to lose thirty pounds, but also to um. Uh, establish more healthy eating habits long term that's not so a that's, bad thing though i mean you say it's boring but like that's a very important thing to it be is being happy thing, but it's like everyone's doing that yeah but like it's just people yeah. like to like forget how important it is to like make sure that you're that you are healthy to be ha- to make yourself happy yeah and i myself have a really hard time like a very circular time going from like trying to make myself healthy being healthy for a little while and then falling back into like the really bad habits and i think that's a yeah good thing to try and have a goal for yourself for is consistency yeah um Um, so yeah how about did you have one Alyssa? i've been wanting to write a novel for a while and i've like got out a lot of ideas i just i have to settle on something and i want to actually start writing something um i have i don't want to talk about it because i haven't gotten literally anything good 
or like a very concrete idea down is, on paper, but I'd like to get that started this year. Is Norman Reedus in it? No, but I could put him in it or I could put some variation of Norman Reedus in it. Um, <laughs> Roman Reedus. <laughs> or, or his son, Mingus Reedus, <laughs> which is his son's real name. Really? Oh Mingus? God, no. It's Mingus Reedus. Yeah, no, it's 100%. not. I promise you it is real. Mingus. <laughs> what is this name? Wait, did they choose this it's name? It's not a name. I, I don't know if he, I don't know how the child was named, but like I named do after Charlie Mingus, an American jazz pianist. What the fuck, dude? This poor kid, he got bullied, I'm sure. This kid got so bullied. Although if he did get bullied, he could just be like, my dad is Norman Reedus. This person is gorgeous, though. Their son is gorgeous. Who? Norman Reedus' son. Oh, okay. Mingus. Mingus Reedus. I'm trying to see his wife, too. She How she looks. Wait, do I know her? Diane Kruger. Oh my god, I didn't realize Diane Kruger was his wife. Interesting. Yeah, power couple. Um, very good. Okay, cool beans. I think Mingus might be from a previous uh, person, though. Mingus Reedus. I'm going to his. Does he have a Wikipedia? What's happening here? Is he like a fashion <laughs> star? Like um, Mingus is incredibly gorgeous. Yeah, he's I, a what model. The fuck? <laughs> yeah, he said he's he's a professional model. The Danish-born 23-year-old models with his mom for brands like Victoria's Secret and recently walked for Versace Spring Summer 2023 show. Holy shit! Um. Wow. This this boy's a little too pretty. I think. Very pretty. Holy shit. <laughs> okay, let's close out on that. And the envy here is insane. I think I think at the end you do find out that Mingus Reedus was the killer. <laughs> <laughs> it only makes sense. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we'll, like I said, we'll be back on, I think the episode will be on January 18th. Uh, is that Wednesday? Yes. After the first episode of The Last of Us on HBO. So uh, me and Jess and Felicia will be hitting you back up for our hot takes on that. Um and I'll be sure to take plenty of notes again uh, during the show. So, uh, I yeah. Mean, enjoy. Enjoy the show. Um, I mean, I guess, spoiler alert, don't get too attached to Joel's daughter. I hear it won't end oh. well there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, I guess I don't know what what's what is like the last, last word to get us out. The, the final oh. ever word. I think Should've. that the 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 breadth and depth of things that we've talked about on here has been so wide that the only words that could encompass all of it is video games. Yeah. <laughs> video game? No, this not is... video games. Video game. Just video, video game. game? At the With a B this at the is... end. We we video gamed. Okay, video video game. <laughs> Was that it? Yep, yeah. you did it. You you closed it out. Video right. games. Oh, I have to I have to run really quickly. I'm so sorry, but that was so lovely. Uh, thank you for having me on the last one. <laughs> Alright, video games. Video games. <laughs>